This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck. We have on the line, in fact, Dan Sullivan. Let's go straight to it. Dan, how are you? Hey, Robert. Good. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. As you can tell, I've had more than my share of coffee. We were talking before you joined us about Stand Your Ground. And again, thank you for joining that wonderful panel that we had at the Bowen Law School uh, presented by the Second Amendment Society, which is not endorsed by the school, as we know, nor are any of the participants. Tell me, what is your view on Stand Your Ground? And more importantly, tell us briefly about the race you're in and who you're against relative, in particular, to Stand Your Ground. Well, sure, and uh, look around the nation and particularly in our region, uh, Arkansas needs certainly to update their law. Uh, and we are considered uh, by our surrounding states as one of the only states that doesn't have a particular stand your ground bill. I know there are, are a lot of people that say we have an adequate bill right now, but there are also a lot that say we just need to improve that, and update it uh, and to uh, have a true stand-your-ground bill. And I think that's what came out in the meeting uh, you know, at the Bowen Law School the other day, that there are a lot of things we can do. Um, it's important that we have a stand-your-ground bill. Um, you know, again, I think the uh, opposition is trying to, make, uh, trying to make it illegal to defend yourself. 100%, by the way, Dan. 100%. Yeah, well, the, we, we've got a law that is the same law as New York, not any of the states that are surrounding us. Oh, well, nothing against New York. But you know, <laughs> we, we here in Arkansas, if anyone has a strong stand-your-ground bill, it ought to be a conservative state like Arkansas. Uh, and, you know, I, I think we've got some people. You know, I was really impressed with the, with the panel the other night, by the way, and I hope folks will take an opportunity to uh, dig out that, video and watch that but you know aaron uh pilkington representative pilkington made a great point you know it it is embarrassing for the republican party of arkansas not to have passed that bill i agree we had strong we have strong leadership so uh and that's why it's embarrassing if you have strong uh people that call themselves conservative then we should have been able to get a good stand your ground bill through and I thought, uh, well, Dan, you know, the- Dan, can I interrupt for a second? The, uh, and I have been critical of some of the Republicans uh, in the legislature before, but I think it's fair to say one Republican, one and only one Republican, not a conservative, by the way, Dan, killed Stand Your Ground. Who might that be? And obviously I'm being slightly facetious with that, but I would like you to answer that question. Well, it's just one of the reasons I'm running against the current Senator Cooper. Uh, you know, John has several votes that I was, uh, and I think conservatives were very disappointed in, whether it's his position on refugees, his position on uh, DACA students, his position on taxes, his position on uh, Bibles in school as an elective. You know, there are any number of uh, reasons I'm running against him, but certainly the Second Amendment is one. And, you know, Matt, uh, the gentleman from the NRA, came on Dave. Show um, about a week ago and explained very clearly why uh, Senator Cooper received an F from the NRA. And I can't ever remember a sitting senator getting an F from the NRA. Well, I can remember Democrats, but never Republicans. Well, you can. And, and 
you know, again, I, I think uh, Matt did a really good job at explaining that. And one of the reasons that, that John apparently called the NRA and asked, or Senator Cooper called the NRA and said he had a strong vote or you know, had a strong record with the NRA in years past, and why did he get an F for one vote? Well, you know, when you, when you collaborate with Moms Demand Action, uh, when you collaborate with that, that group of people, a very activist group, then, uh, you know, the NRA, and I'm proud of the NRA for stepping up and taking such a strong stand against uh, Senator Cooper for working with the Moms Demand Action instead of working with uh, the NRA. Another point I think Representative Pilkington made was that John really kind of refused to work with him. And uh, Senator Cooper has another position. Uh, he says he tried, but according to Representative Pilkington and Senator Ballinger, there wasn't much effort on his part to work through some of those issues. And, and by the way, Dan, if I can interrupt for a second, Aaron Pilkington, the state rep who was the co-sponsor of Stand Your Ground, you will see if you watch any of this panel discussion from the Bowen Law School, this guy is the most reasonable sounding, moderate, uh, sort of calm individual. He ain't me. This guy is real easy to get along with. So the notion, the notion that that Pilkington wouldn't work with Cooper rather than the other way around is beyond implausible. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't sound right. And I know Aaron, I've, I haven't worked with him much on any bills, but I know he's run some really good legislation in his time at the House. And one thing he has a reputation of is working with as many people uh, that want to work with him as he can get. You know, Aaron, uh, as you say, is a very calm guy. He's stern and he's firm, but he will, uh, he does want to get his bills passed. And he's willing to work with anyone and everyone to do that. So that was very disappointing. Uh, you know, the problem I think that Senator Cooper has uh, with the NRA is the problem that he's had with, with the whole conservative side. You know, when Senator Cooper says, well, it was just one vote, well, it was just one vote uh, on seven tax bills. It was just one vote on In God We Trust in the schools. It was just one vote uh, on a number of things. It's just one not- vote in favor of Obamacare. <laughs> in one vote in favor of Obamacare. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, when you add up one uh, 10 or 12 times, then it's very difficult for Senator Cooper now to convince the people up in Craighead County, where both of us serve, uh, it's very difficult to convince the conservative uh, that you are a conservative. So the senator has had a very difficult time uh, uh, with the conservative side. And, uh, you know, I, of course, early voting starts tomorrow. So I hope all your listeners will get to the polls. And, of course, if they know any Craighead County, I hope they'll encourage them to go vote. Well, I certainly do. As you know, Dan, part of the beauty of the democratic process but part of the challenge is we've got to make sure all the folks who do in fact support you who do in fact support the second amendment who do in fact support the right to self-defense understand that that outcome you winning that election won't spring up out of the ground like a mushroom they've got to get up go over to the polling places and vote for dan sullivan that's what i would do if i lived in craighead county i assure you 
So, so Robert, you, this is also kind of a watershed election up here in Craighead County. You know, whether or not we're going to, uh, it will define the Republican Party up here. That's because right. I think the Republican Party across the state has started moderating uh, in some ways that I'm not very comfortable with. Um, you know, I'm all for working across the aisles. I'm all for working with other people. And, of course, the bill that uh, you worked with me on, the uh, uh, free speech on college campus, is an excellent example of people working across the aisle. Uh, that, you know, that was uh, we did a lot of that with the Democrat Party. So I'm all favorable to that. Of course. As, as our Republican Party shifts further, uh, I wouldn't even say past center with some of the people, uh, it's time that. We define that, and it's not the party leadership that defines the party. It's the vote of the individual voter that defines the party. If we're going to continue to let uh, people like John, who uh, work more with the Democrats than they do with the Republicans, uh, and the voters don't step up, and then after the election, the voters say, well, our Republican Party is not standing strong anymore. It's because we continue to reelect people and elect people who are not strong conservatives. A personal pet peeve of mine, Dan, and I mentioned this before you came on, is when people are not honest, when people are hypocrites, when people are liars. And so here's my problem with John Cooper. My problem is not that he votes like a liberal. Because you know what? I like Joyce Elliott very much. She doesn't vote like a liberal. She is a liberal. And she votes in a liberal fashion. And there's nothing wrong with that in terms of her own commitment to her own beliefs. I don't support her votes because I think she's wrong on the policy. But the beauty of this great country of ours is you're allowed to be wrong. And I believe she's wrong. And I believe, of course, John Cooper's wrong. The difference between Joyce Elliott, my friend Joyce Elliott, and John Cooper is John Cooper keeps telling you he's a conservative. John Cooper keeps telling you that he's pro-Second Amendment. John Cooper keeps telling you that he's anti-Obamacare, and he votes exactly the opposite way. That is a hypocrite. It's really uh, incredible to see the mailers that go out. And I don't know if it's, you know if it's happening in your district or uh, the listeners' district, but you know Senator Cooper is sending out mailers that say that exact thing. I am pro-Second Amendment. Uh, yet he got an F from the NRA. Uh, you know, I am pro whatever it might be. I'm against Obamacare. I'm against Obamacare. But he's voted to uh, pass that legislation time after time. But, you know, if you say it enough times and people really don't take the opportunity to be informed and they don't uh, do a little bit of research, then uh, the voters really just believe what they see. So, you know, I think our voters really need to get out there and and research the record. That's what we've done. We've tried to send out, instead of vote for me, I'm against this or I'm for that, we send out specific bills. Here's the bill, and here's how Senator Cooper voted. Here's how Dan Sullivan voted. Uh, And we're getting really good response to that. In fact, Senator Cooper kind of co-opted my tagline. My tagline be who you say you're going to be and do what you say you're going to do. And Senator Cooper's uh, last ad in the local paper up here, uh, you know, he uh, co-opted my tagline and said he's done what he says he's going to do. So I don't know if I can if that's uh, if I can do anything about that. But if that's what voters expect, they expect us to do what we say we're going to do. That's right. Who we say, just be honest. 
That's exactly right. And and he's not being. And that's really the tragedy of all of this. He's not being honest with the voters up there in Craighead County. And that's really what gets under my skin. As you know, when we had this panel discussion at the Bowen Law School presented by the Second Amendment Society, we had a bunch of folks, as it turned out, who were pro-stand-your-ground law. We tried to get some folks who were anti, and we just couldn't coordinate the schedules. It wasn't as if they refused to show up necessarily. I can't speak to every one of them, but I know some folks who are on the left simply couldn't make it. So why do I mention that? I mention that to highlight that those folks are honest about their position. They would come out, they would say they're against Stand Your Ground. They would come out and they would say they are in favor of the so-called assault weapon ban. They are in favor of limiting the capacity of magazines for firearms. They are in favor of limiting your access to guns. They are in favor of requiring delays before you can buy a gun, even if you pass the background check. I'm not talking about non-passing background check. I'm saying if you pass a background check, there are plenty of those who think, oh, you got to wait 30 days. Wait, what? So those folks on the left who will bring in a later panel, I'm sure, because I love to have the discussion would state that outright and say, listen, I'm not about guns. That's what they would say. But when you claim to be pro-Second Amendment, when you claim to be pro-self-defense, and then you vote against, stand your ground, you're voting, then your actions demonstrate one thing. You want that title and maybe that modest paycheck of being state senator, but nothing else. You do not want to serve the people of Arkansas. You do not want to serve the people of Craighead County. But then again, I remember I just saw on on uh, John Cooper's website, come over there to the country club. We're having a country club fundraiser at the country club. Have I emphasized country club? Yes. And why? Because he's a country club Republican. I don't mind folks who go to a country club, but I do mind those who are ensconced in the idealism of being above others. And the phrase country club captures exactly that. And that's what John Cooper is all about. Dan, hold the line for a moment. We're going to take a quick break and hopefully have you back for just a few more minutes before we top off the hour. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave this President's Day morning, 6.52 a.m., 51 degrees outside. We are talking with state rep from Jonesboro, Dan Sullivan. Dan, I wanted to talk to you about this sort of overlap. Now, think about this. Take all this in. Uh, The... The folks that are supporting John Cooper or Moms Demand Action, that's an anti-gun group. We know that. And by the way, for them, they are honest in their beliefs. They will tell you they are anti-gun. Who are they supported by? They're supported by Bloomberg out of New York because he's anti-gun. Again, he ain't lying about it. He's legitimately anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment. Where is the overlap? The overlap is... Bloomberg is also pro-big medicine. If you heard a, a quote of his recently, he was 
it was said a while ago, but it came out just the other day. He said, well, if you're 92 years old and you have prostate cancer, we're going to say, go home. There's nothing we want to do for you. He, he actually said, there's nothing we can do for you. But if you're, say, 35, we'll treat the heck out of you. Wait a second. Medicine is medicine. We can treat the 92-year-old. But when you're all about socialism, you're all about the big powerful folks deciding who lives, who dies, who has the right to self-defense, who doesn't have the right to self-defense, who has their own uh, um, military protecting them, their own police force protecting them, their own private guards protecting them. And so Bloomberg is in bed with big medicine. Bloomberg is in bed with anti-gun groups. And those anti-gun groups are supporting John Cooper. And guess who else is supporting John Cooper? Big medicine. Pro-Obamacare, big medicine. What do you have to say about that? Did I lose you, Dan? I think we lost Dan. Yeah, we lost Dan. But anyway, we'll try to get him back uh, before the top of the hour. But this is the point that I'm making, that when we have these individuals who are, uh, do we have Dan back on the line? Yeah, let's put Dan back in. Dan, did you catch what I was saying? I think we lost him again. We've got some technology problem, folks. And for someone like me, those of you that don't know me, uh, that means uh, turning on a car or a light switch. I'm no technology fan. Uh, I don't hate it. I'm just not good at it. In any event, my point is, if you're going to vote for a conservative, don't just think that because someone is running on a Republican ticket, he's a conservative or she's a conservative. It just ain't true. It's unfortunate. I wish there was truth in advertising and politics as well as many other aspects of our life. But it's just not the case. It is just not the case. So we will see. Oh, I think I hear some static in the background. Is that you, Dan? I'm back on. We're back on, baby. (laughs) I don't know if you heard what I was saying, but I was saying that in addition to uh, John Cooper being supported by the Bloomberg-backed Moms Demand Action anti-gun group, he is equally backed by the Bloomberg-backed Big Medicine pro-Obamacare. It's really kind of remarkable that he, that is John Cooper, has all of these Bloomberg-backed organizations backing him. What do you You have to say about that? Go ahead. Listen, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, there's a full-page ad in the Jonesboro Sun, our local paper, uh, that the Arkansas Medical Society took out. Uh, and they have a number of doctors, certainly not a majority, but they have some doctors listed there that are supporting John. And, you know, people need to understand that when these, these doctors are not only supporting Senator Cooper, they are supporting um, his F in, from the NRA. They're supporting people in the Bloomberg group and the Moms Demand Action. These same doctors are supporting uh, tax increases. They're supporting a guy who, um, you know, voted not to have the Bible in school. They're supporting a guy who supports refugees coming in. They're supporting all these things. To me, the Arkansas Medical Society is very self-serving. They know that if elected, I'm going to come in there. Uh, and stand for the people and push some reforms forward that they don't like, like social practice issues, like telehealth. Uh, you know, so to me, it's just very self-serving for the American Medical Society to jump in this race. In fact, I don't know if I've ever seen them jump in to this extent to take out a full-page ad. 
Uh, we also had a full-page ad in the paper, uh, and our ad talked about our votes. It talked about what I stand for. It talks about the votes I had on different issues. Uh, John can't do that, nor can the American Medical Society uh, stand behind John's vote. So I would ask the Medical Society, are they uh, happy in supporting a guy who got an F from the NRA? I'll take it even further, Dan, if I may. The AMA supports Obamacare because the AMA is good for big medicine and big taxation, but it ain't good for you and me. Because guess where they're taking that money from? From us. And then people yeah. like Bloomberg say, well, you know, if you're over a certain age and you get prostate cancer, go home and die. Go home and die. By the way, you think Bloomberg's going home and die? Going home to die? No. If he couldn't get the care in America, he would fly to some other country and use his $65 billion to get the private care that he wants. And I want the same level of care. And I don't need some rich, elitist Northeasterner. And by the way, I'm a Northeasterner. I don't ri- need some rich, elitist Northeasterner saying, well, guess what, folks? You don't get to live because I've decided to take your money and give it to somebody else for my own political ends. I'm not interested in it. And by the way, where's that money going? That money's going to the AMA, to doctors, to big medicine, to anti-gun groups, to Moms Demand Action. That's where the money's going. Dan, as you might be able to hear, the music is playing. It's like I'm on stage getting an Oscar and they're waving me off. Can you believe they're waving me off? But I'll tell you this. If you live up in Craighead County, you better get out to vote. If you think your rights are being uh, protected, the only way they're being protected is if you get out and vote. With that, Dan, thank you very much. And to the commercials, we go. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.